Hey guys, thanks for stopping by the Sobe Chat Podcast. So, all right, today we're going to be talking about unapologetic rest. So, last week I actually posted an episode with the same title, but I later found out that that episode did not upload correctly for whatever reason. And initially I was going to just let the topic go. Like I was kind of just like, okay, well, it didn't happen for whatever reason. Um, you know, on to the next topic, because it was an idea that was very just in flow. And today, and just this week in general, it's been very heavy on my spirit to revisit this and to really lean into this topic. And I actually came across a podcast today where I listened to, and it really blessed me. So I'll be sure to share that podcast in the description of this. Um, But it's called Awaken Radio, and it's a life coach that I've been following for years now named Connie Chapman. And she has this whole episode talking about um, not feeling this guilt and shame around resting as women, especially, but really, I think as anyone, this applies to anyone. Um, So I'll include that in the show notes in case anyone is interested. She really talks about kind of like the how from her perspective and just different things that have helped her. And I want to speak on this topic again because it just feels very present. It feels very relevant and it feels like this is my truth right now, you know. And one thing about me and my content is it's truly going to be a reflection of where I am. I can't show up giving you anything other than that. So um, I want to just talk a little bit about this dynamic between productivity and worth, right? I've been noticing a lot in my journey in life and experience that oftentimes I feel my best when I am the most productive. I feel the most like myself when I am being productive, right? And that may not sound like a bad thing on the surface level to most people, but if you really unpack that and dissect it, And you go a little bit further and you ask the question, well, why do you feel the best when you are productive? And how do you feel when you're not productive? It kind of leads me to some toxic productivity traits. And what I mean by that is I can identify that if I feel my best when I'm being productive and that I usually feel my worst when I'm resting, there's a disconnect there. And the story that I'm telling myself around my productivity is that When I'm productive, that means that I am in alignment and that means that I'm in flow and that means that I'm getting things done and that means that I feel good about myself and I'm out in the world and I'm hanging out with friends and I'm making plans and I have meetings and I'm doing all these things, right? And there's nothing wrong with feeling good about doing those things, taking pride in doing those things. However, as someone that, you know, does have a business and someone that is an entrepreneur and a creative There is this like mindset that we always have to be on. And I've talked about this plenty of times before. I've talked about it in an episode where I discuss why I stopped working hard and what I do instead. Um, And I'm just, it's something that I frequently rant about because I'm very passionate about it. And I noticed that lately, for the last few months, I would say, I've really been feeling called into a season of rest. Now, initially I was resisting it, right? I noticed it probably like end of summer, like somewhere in like September, I started to feel that energy of just like, okay, summer has come to a close. Even though the weather was still really nice, I just felt like I wanted to be alone. 
And when October rolled around, it got more intense. And November rolled around and it became even more apparent that like I have to lean into this season that I'm in. And I try to still kind of operate from that masculine mindset of doing and say, okay, well, I'm going to give myself this much time and then I'm going to do this on this date and I'm going to come back with this on this date. And this week in particular, I've just decided to let go of that, to let go of those expectations of when I need to get back into productivity. And something that was really cool about Chani, Connie Chapman's podcast that I listened to was she talked about the seasons of, you know, going from summer to fall to winter and then to spring. Those seasons are planned on the calendar, but those seasons in our lives, right? And and even though they're planned on the calendar, right? They don't always show up exactly on time. Like there's been so many times that I can think of where, you know, it wasn't necessarily winter, but it felt like it was winter outside, or maybe it snowed, right? Or maybe it wasn't necessarily considered spring yet based upon the calendar, but it was warm and the flowers were blooming and the sun was shining and it just felt like spring, even though the calendar still said we were in winter. So similar to that calendar, we have those seasons, right? which is what she spoke to. But I think I want to take it a step further and highlight the fact that although we have those seasons, they are not always timed out perfectly. They are not always timed out perfectly to match this experience that we think we're supposed to be having. So if you're in a season right now where you feel this deep need for rest, it's okay to honor that even if, you know, the calendar says technically this is still fall and and your personal calendar may say, well, you have these deadlines to hit or you have these goals to reach or you have this um, fitness goal to reach. You have this financial goal to reach. Right. And I understand also that like not everyone has the privilege of creating their own schedule or working from home. And even in my life, some things have shifted where I don't have that privilege to the full capacity that I used to. And I have to understand that as a result of that, that means that I also need to just slow down because I can't, I don't have the capacity to take on as much as I did in the summer, right? When I had all of this free time and I had, um, you know, this openness in my calendar, I don't have that anymore. So I encourage you to reflect on, you know, where you are in your journey and what particular um, changes have happened in your life that may require you to lean into rest and lean into reevaluating if your productivity is actually connected to your worth, you know, and, and really sitting with that. And if you find that it is, that's okay. I don't want you to feel shame about that, but maybe just approach it from a different lens. Like, is there a way that you can reframe your mindset into realizing that, you know, when you're resting, you're not lazy. When you're resting, you're nurturing yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're not um, unproductive. You're just healing, you know? And I think I really want to lean into um, this idea of unapologetically resting even when you have responsibilities because that's tricky, right? And what that can look like is, number one, setting boundaries, 
right? So let's say you work a day job, a nine to five job, whatever your hours are. And you know that, you know, you have to go to work Monday through Friday or whatever your schedule is. And you feel like you're in a season of rest, right? You feel like you're in a season of rest. And maybe what that looks like for the creative, right? For the person that has the nine to five, but they have this side project that they're working on. Maybe for you, that means that instead of having this pressure on yourself to say, okay, when I come home, I'm going to work on my on my business for an hour a day, right? Like maybe that's what you were doing for the last two months. Instead, you say, when I come home, I'm going to relax. When I come home, I'm going to watch my favorite series on Netflix. When I come home, I'm going to do something that's going to make me feel good. I'm going to cook my favorite meal or I'm going to have a conversation with a friend, right? But finding out what those things are for you that will replenish you rather than saying, okay, I have to continue outputting in order to be worthy. So setting boundaries with yourself, right? So saying, yeah, this is what I've usually done after I got off of work, but now instead what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose something else. And that brings me to my next point, which is to choose peace and play, right? So cultivate a list of ideas, whether it's in your mind, excuse me, or if you want to write it down, but cultivate a list of ideas that allow you to relax and allow you to restore. So finding out what are those things that create peace and that childlike playful essence in you that you can lean into instead of work, right? So maybe it's going to a dance class or maybe it is doing some painting or some drawing or maybe it's just going for a walk, right? But like finding finding those things for yourself and reconnecting with those things because you probably already know what they are. You probably already know what those things are that you're naturally drawn to when you want to feel lighthearted and just playful. So lean into those things. And if you don't know what those things are for yourself, I would say to reflect on what are the things you enjoy to do as a kid. Because everyone's version of peace and play is very different. For some people, it's just napping or laying down and watching TV. For other people, it's actually doing something, right? Like it's skating or it's painting or it's cooking. So finding those things that can nurture you. And also something I think that's really important too for the men that may be listening, because I know that men listen to my show as well. Like this is not just something for women. We all have masculine and feminine energy. And the masculine energy shows up when we get up and we go to that job in the morning and we work and we do the things we have to do. But that feminine energy is really important because it allows us to replenish ourselves. And men need to practice this as well, right? And it's actually Men's Mental Health Awareness Month, which I think is really just important and necessary for men to realize that it's okay for them to slow down as well. And we all struggle with that complex of our productivity being linked to our worth and our value. But I think men traditionally probably struggle with that a lot more because their um so much of their identity is based on what they can produce. So men, if you are listening, I encourage you to take this advice as well. 
And the last thing that I would say about leaning into unapologetic rest is really reframing your mindset. And what I mean by that is changing your language around what it means to slow down, changing your language. So instead of beating yourself up and saying, I wish I had more energy, I wish I had the the creative ideas to do X, Y, and Z. I wish I didn't feel so tired. Like I've just been so tired. Like instead of saying those things to yourself, instead saying, you know, I'm feeling tired today and I'm going to rest and I'm going to allow myself to rest. Or I haven't been feeling the most energetic lately, but I'm, that's okay. Right? Like just those simple statements can change how you feel and it can help to allow you to be more unapologetic in that. And if you're someone that maybe you live with your family or you live with other people and they're so used to seeing you go, 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 right? Reframing that narrative with them too. So if that person, you know, if someone is talking to you or maybe someone calls you or something and they're like, oh, what you're doing? And you're like, oh, I'm just relaxing today. And they're like, oh, why are you not doing this? Or shouldn't you be doing that? You can reframe the the conversations that you're having too, and 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 ex- express to people, right? Yeah, that's not the space I'm in today, you know. Or yeah, I know that's what I'm usually doing at this time, but today I just needed to rest, you know. And and being firm in that, and being bold in that, and confident in that, and knowing that, um, yeah, this person might actually even be triggered by what you're saying because we live in a culture that really does, um validate productivity and does not validate rest. (laughs) So it's okay to have those uncomfortable conversations with the people that are in your life and say, you know, hey, I, I know that maybe this is how you're used to seeing me, but this is what I need right now for my energy, for my, for myself. So I hope that this episode was helpful and, um, I'm not sure if this will be the last episode that you will hear from me for a while, but I believe this will be the episode the first week of December, which means that you will probably be hearing from me maybe in December, maybe not, Um, because like I said, I'm feeling called to unapologetic rest, and that may mean taking the whole month off. (laughs) So... We'll see what that looks like, but either way, I thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a beautiful, um, a restful holiday um, season, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. 
and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Back to the episode.